Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ever since you said it out loud, I really have been disinterested in the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know Chris Rock did a show. Uh, I think it was Chicago or Boston, I think. And spoke about it. I didn't even read the article. I didn't care what he said. All because of you. Oh, you're welcome. But I do want to um, talk about w- one thing related to it. That's mm-hmm. not, well, I, I guess it's all directly related. Two things, actually. One, um, the, the sub-headline of the article that I did not read said that since the Oscars, um, his tickets went from like being scalped for like 150 bucks to for, to like $2,000. Oh, good for him. Yeah, Chris Rock. So, uh, so Oh, I, wait, no. I mean, he doesn't make Not that money. Not good for him. Yeah, because he doesn't make that money if it's second. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing okay, though. I think he's, he's all right. He's fine. He'll be okay. And the second thing was there is a video circulating of Will Jada Pinkett Smith reacting to the moment when Will hit Chris, and she laughs at it. And it's it's from the back, but it clearly looks like a laugh. And that made me remember someone that I knew who would just laugh hysterically at uncomfortable situations. I think there's a lot of people like that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I and and I'll just I'll never forget being in a staff meeting with this woman and the the person running the meeting got a phone call that their dog had like been hit by a car or something. And she's like, I got to go. Like my, my, you know, wife is taking the dog to the vet. It just got run over. And this woman bursts out laughing. Like that's her, just her natural instinct to uncover. I'm like, that could be the worst condition of all time. To laugh in really uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what Jada was or wasn't doing. I, that was just the trigger that made me remember this person. Like when something really. Yeah, I seriously, that's not the first time I've heard that. Really? I, yeah, I think that's a thing. I don't know if there's a name for it, but I think there's some people how, you know how when I get really, really, really mad, I cry. Okay, it's the same like kind of super emotional response. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have an issue where when I'm like super mad about something, I am. Have you ever seen me yell? I don't think so. I think I'm almost incapable of yelling, but when I get really, really frustrated that's, that's or That's actually mad, so weird. I don't know that I've ever heard you raise your voice outside of like yelling to the dogs in the other room, like stop barking. Other than that, I don't think I have ever heard you raise your voice. Yeah, I just don't. My default when I'm really, really angry is to cry, which is also funny because my coworkers know that about me. So I don't even have to explain it anymore. Like when I'm really mad um, and I like start to well up, I'm like, I'm not upset. 
I'm mad. And that's just the way that my body manifests it. And I can't help it. And it's kind of embarrassing sometimes because I would much rather be super pissed. But you don't want to have the laughing one. No, I don't want to have the laughing. I would rather cry when I'm mad than laugh when I'm nervous. Um, Like, what if you're standing in a hospital room with a family member and the doctor comes in and delivers terrible news and you just burst out laughing in front of everybody? I know. I think to some people that's uncontrollable. Oh, that would be a curse. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, April 1st. It is April Fool's Day, so that is your warning to not fall for anything. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that after we were talking about the terrible pollen, like on yesterday's show, uh, we had so much rain. It was awesome. Two nights ago that it just like it cleared everything off. And, it, and it's and it's that's a wonderful feeling when all that stuff washes away. It'll be back in 72 hours. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it's gone. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Wi-Fi. The 1 to 10 check-in is brought to you by Dunn, the most affordable and efficient way you can get help managing your ADHD from the comfort of your home. So Callie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you this week? Um, I am a 6. Okay, I think you were 7 last week, so we're just kind of floating in that space. Yeah, right? we're floating in the space. I cannot get my... Um, exhaustion under control, which is really frustrating to me. Um, yeah, it's really weird. And I I talked to my doctor this week and she's like, yeah, your blood levels are actually more normal now than before you started taking thyroid medication. So I don't know if this just takes time to get used to you. I don't know if there's like something else going on. Um, but now I'm kind of freaked out because they're like, nope, everything looks normal. I'm like, well, I can't stay awake. So like, I'm kind of freaked out about that. Um, and that has just made me not present in my life. And I hate that. You know what I mean? I feel like I've been absent for like two weeks. So you seem more awake this week, like, like physically awake, but I can tell that you're still operating on that one and a half second delay. It's so irritating. It's like one of those, um, it's like a foreign film or whatever that like you're, that has been overdubbed mm-hmm. in English mm-hmm. and it, everything, things just aren't lined up. I'm a little surprised that I've been able to get through our shows this week. Someone did say to me on Instagram, they're like, well, maybe you shouldn't be doing your podcast. Maybe you're just really exhausted. And I was like, okay. Of all the things to give up. All the things to <laughs> give up. Um, it, I kind of didn't realize like, do people think that this is like our hobby? Maybe some people, some people do. Maybe if somebody's new here, but yeah, we make money off this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is a source of income for us. So, um, that's not going to happen. It did remind me of, you know, a couple years ago, my therapist told me that perhaps I should slow down, which to me is, and I love my therapist, but 
I was just like, okay, so do I cut out? What do I cut out? I have to pay my rent. Um, I'm married. I have a child. I have dogs. I have a family. So I'm like, I just don't know what to cut out. I don't think I can cut anything out at this point. Um, yeah. So that's where, that's where I'm living right now. What about you? One to 10. How are you doing? Um, I was an eight up until yesterday. And then I dropped down to a seven because yesterday, like I was just, I mean, I might even have been a nine, like things were happening. Stuff was getting done. The all cylinders were doing what cylinders do. Firing. Thank you. Everything was firing on the cylinders and all that. And for whatever reason, I just had one, one day where it wasn't even like things were, were going wrong or, you know, it wasn't like a day like that. It was just a day where, where every 10 minutes there was some sort of distraction. So nothing got done. And that really bummed me out only because the days ahead of it, the days before it were so Productive. Like yeah. I was like, this is awesome. And then I'm like, oh man. So I would, I, I don't know. I'll go seven, 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 five. And I'm bummed that you're not really feeling it. Like that, that makes me sad and I'm a fixer and I wish I could fix it, but I can't. Um, I have homework. If you have a few minutes of clarity this weekend for you, I'm going to do the homework also. And I would like to, to any upsider who's listening, who is married or in a long-term relationship. Like this would be a weird thing to ask somebody you've only been dating for like two months. But if you're in a long-term relationship with someone, this is such a simple question that I think we should all give some thought into. Do you know how I'm going to answer the question? No. Okay. I have no idea. Um, and you have to take, this is, um, this is mainly for the dudes, I think. But um, take intimate stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Callie, don't answer it now because I want you to think about it. That's the key. And I want it to be spontaneous. I want us to really put thought into it. Okay? Mm-hmm. What is one thing that I could do that would instantly make you 1% happier in this marriage? How that's so brilliant because how often do people ask each other that question? Yeah, that's a really good question. How often, you know what? If you have a job every year, you probably get a review. Even if you don't go in and sit down in someone's office, which is always so awkward. Awkward. So awkward. Or they sit in front of you and go, here are your strengths. Here are your weaknesses. What do you think your strength is? What do you think of the, you get a review, right? Mm -hmm. But when do you, and you know what? It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be your romantic partner. Ask your kids that question. Ask your best friend that question. What could I do right now that would make you 1% happier in this relationship? Well, think of all. Do you know what it is for you? What do you mean? Since you researched the question, have you already thought about what your answer to that question? I found this question an hour ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't given it any thought yet. But it's just so, and I don't know. I think, I just think that's something that, what parents ask your kids that? Hey, kid. 
What can I do to make you 1% happier in our parent-child relationship? How Think of all the little 1% things that would happen. How, like the vibration from that happening on a big level would be outstanding. I'm interested to see what you're going to say. I'm into it. I, I, I'm more excited about this than I should be. But I just think it's, I love the simple things. The really simple things. Well, one the 1% better is your theme for the year. So that ties in. Yeah. With that, that's like your theme of the year is to be 1% better every day. So this includes that. Like, what can you do to be a 1% better spouse? I think that one of the things that bring me the greatest joy in life are simple things that bring about big change. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes, you know, when we've done like fundraisers and stuff, it's been like 5,000 people. Each one donates a buck. Yeah. And then we end up with 5,000 bucks, but it only costs you $1. We're making a five thousand dollar change. Okay. Before the week is over, I want to play one more. One must go. Okay. I love this game. Yep. Okay. How about this one, Sadie, Lily, me, or Ellie? One must go. Mm. Okay, it depends on the day. Nah. I don't think I can answer that question. Mm. It might be you. Great. <laughs> what would you give up? Which one of us? Um, I would probably give up myself also. Hmm. Are you taking notes on my answer? Yeah. What are you writing down? No, I'm not. Oh. Um, I'm changing one of the one must go questions. Okay. Right, okay go. One must go. Yeah. Jeff Dollar. Yes. Car, phone, computer, slash laptop, internet. Car. I would say the same thing. Do you think that's a, that was easy for you to answer because we're like kind of hermits? Yeah. And like we were just talking about this um, before we hit record. The thing that we love the most about where we live right now is the the walkability, like the centralness, centralness ish. Centrality? No. The just, just the fact that there is a park, there are restaurants, there are bars, there's a casual pizza restaurant, there's a fancy like steak, like there's a, a library, like it's just a, like we're in Mayberry. So if the car had to go, I'd be a person who would walk to the grocery store, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Why not? We also have um, like bus stops, like right around our neighborhood. And sometimes I get envious of people who like I, I wouldn't want to live in Manhattan, but like people who live in Brooklyn and can just take the train, the subway into Manhattan. Yeah, I that is so cool to me. Like I would do that. Yeah, yeah. I would do that too. Maybe that's where we'll move. Uh, we just would we, need probably five times the rent. Isn't New York City rent like insane oh my gosh, right now? We're, yeah, no, we're we're not gonna save a penny by moving to New York City. Oh, and also, could you imagine Sadie? living in New York city? No. Sadie would be like, yeah, you guys. Okay. I don't know why you think you brought me here, <laughs> right. but, um, I'm moving to upstate New York. Yeah. Syracuse uh, looking pretty good. Yeah. I'll stay inside for six months out of the year uh -huh. and I'm totally fine with it. And also it's quite quiet and quite peaceful up there. So my dad and Misty would take Sadie in and be like, I think they would too. I think huh? you're, I think Sadie would like Syracuse. Uh, yeah, because she's an indoor dog. Because <laughs> she is such an indoor dog. 
All right. Number two, one must go. Jeff Dollar, online shopping, online banking, online food ordering or email. When you say online food ordering, are you talking about like the DoorDashers and the Grubhubs? DoorDashers and Grubhub. That could go. Really? Yeah, because in the old days, you would just call the restaurant. They'd pick it up and they'd be like, pizza. Back 11 months ago. Yeah. You know, in the old days, like 2019, you want you want Chinese food. You call the Chinese food restaurant. And they're like, hello. And they're like, hi, I'll have a sweet and sour. Bing bong. There goes your doorbell. Because that's how quick Chinese food restaurants deliver. Like, I didn't even finish my order. I didn't even tell you chicken fried rice. And he's like, yeah, we got it for you. Read your mind. And we got here. Jeff Dollar, one must go. Publix, Kroger, Whole Foods, Fresh Market. Whole Foods. Really? Yep. I didn't think you would say that. But you do love Fresh Market. If you don't have a Fresh Market near you, I am sorry. And if you have one, but you're like, "Mm, I don't know what I would find there. It is, it's a little on the expensive side, a lot on the expensive side, but it is the coolest. I could go in there and just look at the stuff they have in there. Yeah. I don't know why it's so fascinating to me. They have like old school candy in there. Um, they, they have, um, I don't think they're that, I don't think that they're much more expensive than whole Whole foods. foods. Um, but I like the vibe of fresh market better, which is why I chose it. And Publix and Kroger, I'm not a brand loyalist. I'm a location loyalist. Like there's a Publix there I'm a, a vibe loyalist. Yeah, same thing. Like there's a, there's a, there's like a Publix and a Kroger near us. I'll go to either one, six of one, half it as the other. There's also a Publix near us that I just won't go to because I'm just not feeling it. Also, it's backwards. Oh yeah. And that really drives you nuts. Yeah. And my last one, one must go, Jeff Dollar, one day of the week, which day goes away? This is different for me because I'm a, uh, work from home person now mm-hmm. used to be Tuesday. I hate Tuesday. Tuesday's the worst. Tuesday's the be- worst. Because Monday you're adrenaline. You've got adrenaline. You're like new week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. You're like, Bleh. Wednesday. You're like, okay. Thursday, like, tomorrow's Friday. Friday. You're like, today's Friday. Saturday is the greatest day because you don't have to get up early and you can stay up late. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday is fine until you're like, oh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. And then it's going to be Monday. And you know what comes after Monday? Tuesday. So Tuesday. Tuesday is usually my hardest work of the, like, day of the week period. I just never feel like I'm in my flow on Tuesday. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Tuesdays totally throw me off my game. Would you rather, if your company came to you and said you could have, you, you don't have to work on Saturday and Sunday, and you can have um, one other day of the week, like off, but it can't, you can't have a long weekend. What day would you take off? Wednesday. I think I would take off Tuesday. That's how bad Tuesday is. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you take off Wednesday, then Tuesday becomes a Friday. Valid. You know? Yeah. So... I think I've I've shared the story about how my mindset shifted 
after I had the opportunity to have lunch with Jeff Foxworthy. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I have to say that, like, I had the opportunity to have lunch with Jeff Foxworthy. Because I feel like if I just say I had lunch with Jeff Foxworthy, people are like, no, oh, fancy, you know Jeff Foxworthy. I do, but I don't. Like, we don't go to lunch, mm-hmm. you know? So something he said just triggered me to start thinking about my job, like my my main job that was, you know, paying the bills and funding our existence to start treating that as the fuel for, for what else I wanted to do mm-hmm. for the, for other things. And that's when I started doing stand-up comedy, which I believe ultimately led me to doing my own show, which, you know, now look, here we are. So it was a good thing. That's starting to become a thing. Like there are groups of people who help each other with, with, changing the mindset of your nine to five Mm -hmm. and some of the, the suggestions and the thoughts that they, they are sharing are so brilliant. Like schedule your off hours as you would schedule your work day. And it makes perfect sense. If you have a meeting at 1030, you put it on your calendar, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to do yoga, meditate, whatever, don't just say, oh, I'm going to try to grab a yoga class after work. Put it on your calendar and say there's a yoga class at 615. I got to be there and treat it with the same respect Mm -hmm. that you treat at the other job. Now, this doesn't apply if you have a job where you're trying to like work your way up the ladder and become the boss, Mm -hmm. obviously. No, this is for like, if, if your nine to five is truly a a paycheck, right? Um, Start considering your full-time job to be a part-time job and look at the life around that as being your full-time job, right? Mm -hmm. So engage in the activities and the recreation and the stuff that fills you up with the same vigor that you're giving this part-time job that you probably won't be at at five years. Well, and I I feel like I want to interject on what you're saying by saying you can like your job and you can be really good at your job and still keep these kind of lifestyle values. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's about. Right. You can decide you don't have to like think of your job as just a paycheck, like you can love what you do. And you can also, um, you know, want to grow at your company without burning yourself out. Um, so I think these apply to more things other than if your job's just a paycheck. This is the best one. Um, this guy says, I started thinking about my full-time job as simply my biggest client. And I treated it that way. Oh, that's really cool. So that's my Mm -hmm. biggest client, which then opens you up to the possibility that some other project could become your biggest client, which would cause your nine to five to move down in priority and make you evaluate whether or not it's still worth existing in your life. I think that I love that one because that's so true. I think we're moving away from this mindset, but I think for a lot of us in the way that we kind of grew up, I think the culture in America anyway is, is like work, 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 like work is the focus. And then you work so you can have a family, you work so you can, whatever you work. So work is like the big one. And then there's all these like things that come off of like having a job. But I think that's so cool. Like if you see yourself as someone that is bringing something 
you know, to a position or whatever. Okay. Yes. You're nine to five. You're, you're, is your number one client. And then you, you know, branch out and have other clients. I think that is a really cool way to see it. Talking about the work culture, that same article I referenced, uh, recently about take your vacation days. Mm -hmm. Um, that same guy said he finds it completely weird that one of the first three or four questions that come up when two American strangers meet is what do you do for a living? Yeah. Because that is such not a priority in other countries. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. A genie granted me one wish and I said, I just want to be happy. So now I'm living in a cottage in the woods with six dwarves and I'm working in a mine. ButcherBox is a subscription service that delivers high-quality meat right to your door. This makes meal prepping so easy. Now, you can a curated box, which they design, or you can do what Callie and I do, and that's make a custom box. Either way, you're going to get between 8 and 14 pounds of meat right to your door every single month. Packed fresh, shipped frozen for convenience, and you're going to save time on your next grocery store trip, and you're never going to wonder if what you need is in stock because it's right there on your doorstep. I love the red meat. They got grass-fed red meat. So delicious. They've also got wild-caught seafood, free-range organic chicken, even more. And all their sourcing decisions are made from holistically keeping the farmer, the planet, the animal, and your family in mind. If you want to have free ground beef for life, Listen up. You never have to shop for ground beef again with ButcherBox. They are giving new members free ground beef for life, plus a $10 off coupon. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash upside. Get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership, plus a $10 off coupon. Log on to butcherbox.com slash upside. You can claim this deal today. Catalina Crunch is a zero-sugar, keto-friendly, low-carb cereal that's a delicious addition to snacking. If you're like me, I have a sweet tooth, and I really don't want all the sugar, but I really want that like little taste of sweet. We got the dark chocolate and the cinnamon toast flavors recently, and they are such a good snack. They don't make you tired and lethargic after you eat it, so it's really great because you get the taste of it, but then you also keep your energy. If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. Plus, it has 11 grams of protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. It's gluten-free, grain-free, and non-GMO. Taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers have given Catalina Crunch a five-star review. They've got eight awesome flavors to choose from, like honey graham, maple waffle, or mint chocolate chip, and you can order them as a single flavor or in a variety pack. See why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest-growing cereal brand in America. Just go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash upside for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash upside. Not sure which flavor to start with? Try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and their snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash upside for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. 
If your company is having a tough time hiring the people you need, and I'm talking about uh, if your company is a tiny little local coffee shop, or if you are a Fortune 500 corporation, if you are finding having a tough time finding the right people, Workable can help. There are currently 46 more jobs being posted than before the pandemic, but there are 44 fewer candidates applying to each one. That means finding the right candidate quickly is vital to staff your company up properly. Workable accelerates every single step of your hiring process. The first thing they do is they cast a wide net by posting your jobs to the top job boards. I'm talking about over 200 job boards with just one click. And then the second thing they do is they help you automate the repetitive tasks in the hiring process, like scheduling interviews, so you can spend your time on what's important, making those hires of your new team members. So whether you're hiring for your coffee shop or your engineering team or your growing big company, Workable is exactly what you need to hire the right people fast. Get a 15-day free trial, and if you hire during that trial, which many people do, it doesn't cost a thing. Go to Workable.com to start hiring today. Workable is hiring made easy. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, pets are so important in our lives that some people are actually quitting their jobs to spend more time with their lonely pets. 71% of people admit to making a significant life change because of their pet. That means choosing where they live, changing where they live, changing their work hours. And uh, of those 71%, 6% said that they actually left a job because the job wasn't respectful of the relationship with the pet. Our house hunt, a lot, we have crossed a lot of things off of our list that aren't good for the dogs yeah. or aren't good enough for the dogs. Yeah. And if we didn't have dogs, our housing options would be way more vast. Speaking of dogs, your toddler and your dog are about on par when it comes to brains. A dog can count, can understand over 150 words, and can even trick people or other dogs in order to get treats. That's the same as a three-year-old. And my third random thing is German chocolate cake was actually invented in Texas. The German part of German chocolate cake comes from a Texan named Sam German. In 1852, he created the formula for a mild, dark baking chocolate that resulted in the creation of the first German chocolate cake. So has nothing to do with Germany, has everything to do with Sam. And those are my three random things. I don't want to bust your third random thing, but we've done the German chocolate cake thing before. We have? Yeah, I've done it before. You have? Mm-hmm. Mm. Should listen to the show. You should listen to our show. We're 800. listen to me. We're 800 and something episodes in. We're going to repeat things. 800? Uh-huh. Like, uh -huh. like more than that. We're like 850 episodes. Today's Beautiful Human Alert is actually a group of beautiful humans, and it is out of Richmond, Virginia. Kenzie Jones' second grade class at St. Michael's Episcopal School in Richmond, Virginia, they had to do a persuasive writing project. Second graders, right? Uh -huh. So they decide what they're going to do is they're going to draw pictures of pets that are waiting to be adopted Aww. at the animal control 
like place near yeah. them. And they, in addition to that, they wrote sentences below the pictures from the perspective of the animal oh saying gosh. why they should be adopted. That is, so we have second graders, adoptable pets, and speaking in the pet's voice. That it is- It gets better, are you ready? That's, that's cruel. It gets better. Um, and they, they hung their stories on the outside of the kennels, like yeah. trying to trying to get them adopted. They did 24 stories for dogs. They did one for a cat. And they focused their efforts on helping older animals, animals who had been at the shelter for the longest, and animals who needed extra help finding homes. Eight of the animals were adopted like right after the stories hung up and it was obviously good all the way around. I just think that is so cute. That is that the, the teacher or whoever came up with that idea. That's cruel. How do you resist that? So Miss Jones, second grade class in Richmond, Virginia, you are this week's Upside Beautiful Humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. One of the most frequent voicemails that we got this week, and by the way, if you ever want to call the show about anything, it's 800-434-5454. So after I mentioned that I wanted to take Ellie to Waffle House because I think she's of an age where she will be blown away by all the activity. Mm -hmm. The people, the noise, watching them cook the food, the sizzles, the sounds. Like it's gonna be, it's five senses. It's it's a circus. Mm -hmm. The smells, everything about it. So many people uh, left voicemails saying, you need to do it. Waffle House is my kid's favorite place for all of those Aww. reasons. And there are, and, and stories about like, daddy-daughter Waffle House dates and like people who are women now or, you know, people, women who are women now, women who are grown now who used to go, you know, with their dad like every year on their birthday or like the first Saturday of every month or whatever the routine was. And they're like, it's the greatest thing. Kids love it. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to take Ellie to Waffle House. Hey, Callie and Jeff, uh, listening to today's episode where you guys are talking about bridal parties and um, as you get older, you feel like they you have more people to choose from. I actually think that's the complete opposite. I got married, um, I had just turned 21, got married, I had nine bridesmaids. And now if I were to do it all over again, um, today I'm 30, I would have like three. I have a sister um, and I have my high school best friend that we're still really best friends and I have a work best friend and that's really it. Nine people were just a lot to keep up with and um, I definitely had people in there that I kind of regret now because we're not even talking. So, yeah, it, it just, it changes, like, as you get older, it changes your perspective. So, anyway, that is my two cents. Hope you guys have a great day. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a teenager, and something I can tell you for sure about mental health from my own journey is that it's super helpful to have an expert alongside you instead of being prescribed a medication and then just, like, sent out into the world to try to figure 
figure it out yourself. Dunn's board certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment. And the best part is every Dunn practitioner is an ADHD specialist. So you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent off to handle it on your own. Their expert providers hold your hand consistently through the journey and take extra time to get to know you and your medical history. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan 100% personalized for you and only you. Membership to Dunn includes one-click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider and is now available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with Dunn. Initial appointments are $199 normally, but as an Upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to dunn.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to dunn.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Paula. So when I was younger, my nieces and nephews would have a pool outside of my place, just the little small pools, and I would put an Alka-Seltzer in the pool and tell them that if they peed, then the Alka-Seltzer would turn the water like purple or blue or something, and we would all know. So they would jump out, go pee, come back in. And I think still to this day, they may not know that that was just an Alka-Seltzer. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Christina calling, and I just wanted to call to just praise Callie and her saying that she's going to find a dress for this upcoming event that she feels confident in. I myself am five months postpartum and still battling losing weight and just feeling comfortable in more fitting clothes. So good for her and taking the upside of the situation and running with it. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Taylor. Um, I'm calling in. I'm listening to yesterday's show where you guys are talking about um, taking vacation days. And that is something I've struggled with for a really long time. Um, I was a nanny full-time and an executive assistant for um, my current boss. Now I'm in a completely different role. But um, if I took a vacation or I was sick or uh, something, I you know, there was no one there to, like, back me up. So I knew it through my boss off completely to do that and so I would really try to tough it out and just make it through um but now I work for the same woman in a different capacity at her office um and I take every vacation day uh, it's part of my compensation and even just for a mental health day no one needs to know what you're doing if you don't feel like sharing it you don't have to it's part of your compensation and set that out of office and do not check anything so yeah, thanks for bringing us up, guys. Have a great night. Hi, guys. Ashley from Atlanta, listening to where you're talking about decidophobic. And really and truly, that just sounds like an Enneagram 6, which I am. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff is. I know a while back you guys talked about Enneagrams, but can you remind us what each of your Enneagrams are? Hi, Jeff. So it's calling about vacation. I believe you should take every single one of them and make memories and rest and relax and enjoy your, your life beyond work. Um, my, my old company would encourage it. I had plenty of um, vacation days. I'd get comp days. My current company is not that giving. I have less vacation days. They don't believe in comp days. And um, I've really been struggling with it because I think vacations are so important. And I, I just wanted to pipe in my opinion. 
Take your vacation days, everyone. See ya. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh, off? You feel angry? Yes, good. This too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you, yeah, and yeah. Uh, there you are. Yeah. This, this too shall pass. Time is your ally, and if nothing else, just wait. Just wait it out.